Welcome everybody back to another edition of Cleave and Me and Fire. And yes, many of you might not know where that 80s theme song comes from, but we had a fire last week in AEW. And as I continue to follow and watch more, and Cleveland gives a thumbs down, which is foolish, but we'll get to him in a minute. Um, we had a match between Cody Rhodes and Andrade El Idolo, who Actually, Rio Kendrick, who's on the show sometimes, our good friend, broke the news that him and Charlotte uh, might be parting ways more her than him, which I'm kind of shocked by because if you have social media at all, Charlotte Flair and uh, Andrade just post about each other nonstop. But when you're in the wrestling in industry and you're in two different companies, I'm sure that can't make it easy on a relationship. Look at Adam Cole, who moved over to be more with Britt Baker. Um, I mean, there's a, a lot more examples. Um, Dean Ambrose and Renee Dupree, um, or not Renee Dupree, but uh, Renee, she, Renee Young, I mean, even had to make changes. But Renee Dupree, God, former wrestler. But let's stick to the sum, uh, real subject at hand, and that's the match between, um, as I said, uh, Cody Rhodes and Andrade. And there ended up being a table brought out towards the end of the match. Uh, somebody came out in a hooded sweatshirt. It was Cody Rhodes' wife. She takes the end of the flame and takes a match and bam, sets the fire on table. So then to catch anybody up who didn't see this, so you get a nice visual here. Cody Rhodes takes up Andrade to the top rope. He then, you know, throws him back into the table. So both of their backs are going to be hitting the mat. Uh, actually, Andrade doesn't go through the table, even though it's Cody Rhodes move. Cody Rhodes goes through the table. And then he goes to, and then, so Cody Rhodes is literally lighting on fire. Ryan Andrade goes off to the side, no fire. Then Cody Rhodes goes for the pin. And as he's pinning him, some fire transported from Cody to Andrade. And they actually had to put that out between themselves really quick, which they did a good job of doing. But man, Cody Rhodes ends up winning the match, which I'm personally a fan of because I'm a Cody Rhodes guy. Um, and Cleveland shakes his head again. Cleveland, before I get my full opinion, I just wanted to lay the land. Um, go for gold, man. How are you? And get to it. I'm good. Uh, very exciting news. My sister had my little niece, baby Charlotte, was born on the fourth. So I'm very excited to go home and meet her for the first time. Um, my team won, so I'm eight and four, baby. I'm feeling good. And uh, we're gonna talk about this, Joe, because I think that a lot of people, from what I read, and I sent the thing out to a lot of people, they thought the move was completely unnecessary on Cody Rhodes' part. Honestly, if you're going to put somebody through a table, the person is actually supposed to go through the table, correct? Not just yourself. And it was just, it, it was just a badly botched move by Cody Rhodes. And then the fact that he goes for the pin while he's still on fire, 
And you literally see Andrade like freaking out, like, bro, bro, you're still on fire and stuff. Like, that is a reason why WWE does not use fire in the ring anymore because it is un- you cannot control fire and you have bonehead moves like that. Because don't get me wrong, Joe, you might be a Cody Rhodes fan, but that was completely dangerous to not only himself but Andrada. Here's my thing. Here, who cares? I mean, what we're talking about it, right? Yeah, you're true. That's true. Good publicity, bad publicity. All publicity is good publicity to me. Unless I mean you go way out there. There's I mean, there's extremes to everything, but that's how I look at most situations. And people were talking about that. Was it a perfect move? No. Was it executed the right way on both behalves? Probably not. Was there things they could have done better to make it look even better? Sure. But at the end of the day, people are talking about it. And when you see a fire in the WWE, which you don't get much anymore, I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Um, we both agree there was botches to be had. Um, and obviously, we haven't seen it in a while. And that's something you can't practice. You're not going to, you know, you could practice going through the table. You can maybe like simulate with a different liquid, but you can't actually simulate fire. So it's a very hard concept to fully um, get down to a science. And I just thought, you know, just like the spark it made, it brought a spark up in the wrestling world. Um, it's kind of been nice. I haven't been reading as many outlets lately. I have, I've just been truly watching myself and it saved me a few headaches. Let me say, because I used to get so many more headaches on social media, um, especially the Twitter world of people who complain and stuff, but I have, which I don't find out as much news when I just watch individual shows, but it's just been, it's been a nice freeing moment uh, for a little bit, but I'm, I'm sure I go back and forth. That's just the mode I'm in right now. I just wanted to bring that up first because uh, it stuck out on my head. And after listening to last week's show, we previewed AEW and we'll be doing the same for tomorrow's uh, or tonight. Whenever you listen, December 8th, we'll be previewing that episode, but moving along to other things we said last week. I think that's a good place to stick things for now Uh, on the SmackDown side and the WWE. I wanted to bring a couple of things to the table. Number one last week was wrong on one thing. I thought, you know, Sammy Zayn. I made a comment where it would happen at day one. It happened right away. Uh, Brock Lesnar is getting the day one main event title match versus Roman. And we could go on about what happened. All we need to know, you need to know is Roman's still champion. Brock Lesnar is challenging him. And I'm very, very interested to see, because like we said, Brock doesn't really need a belt to keep going. He doesn't have the time for it. You mentioned that. I was talking to my buddy, Timmy, who's going to SmackDown with us. We were saying the same thing. He's like, if Cena can't stay around for a title run, how the hell could The Rock, who's even busier? Fair. Very true point. It, I'm just I, I I think maybe it's it's definitely awesome that Brock is back in the picture, but we both said it time and time again. He probably can't lose this match. So, um, do, I mean, is this the way it's going to go? Is that day one? Will we see? Do you think we're going to see the end of the head of the table with the championship title at, at day one? Is we alluded to many times, or are you starting to get second thoughts since it actually got placed at this event? Um, all good things must come to an end, and as great as Roman Reigns' Roman Reigns championship run has been, 
I think a lot of people feel this time for a new blood. And I think we talked about it last week. There's only two possible people that could take the belt off Roman without the fans sort of being angry about. And that's Drew McIntyre or Brock Lesnar. We got Brock Lesnar at the moment. And I think it'll be the right move. Um, it's WrestleMania season. It's coming up right after day one. We got the Royal Rumble. Then I think it'll probably be Elimination Chamber. Then you got WrestleMania. So this is the time where Brock Lesnar usually comes back around because this is the bigger payday. So I can possibly shift 60% over. I think Brock will walk out day one as champion. But you're not fully convinced yet. Not yet. We got to see. We got a long way to go to day one. Like I said, we love that storylines get time to build up. We got three more weeks to see where the story goes. Yeah, and last week as um, Brock Lesnar was on, he came back off of suspension, toyed with Sami Zayn, and put him into the basement. And now he'll be on again this Friday. So he'll be on back-to-back weeks, which sucks because that means December 17th. There's no chance he's in Chicago when I go because he rarely does three shows in a row. But, hey, I've been wrong before. Um. Yeah, you know, like I said, Roman's streak needs to continue, but Brock can't lose, and both those things can't happen. I really, the one thing we can't have is a Uso's interference that just ends it. To me, you need a clean win one way or the other here. Give me either a clean Roman win or a clean Brock win, but don't give me any BS with the Uso's where it goes into DQ. I don't think that's good at all for the business uh, anymore, personally. Like I said also, last week, uh, we're going to do Donuts with Cleve tonight, so that's going to come in a little bit. Tones is uh, trying to find the time to join us as well, and we will have a new guest next week. That all coming in later more. But since we're on SmackDown, let's kind of stay on SmackDown. As again, you know, out of all the shows, actually, usually I watch SmackDown the most, but my Fridays have been kind of busy, so I've been having to do the highlights, which I like watching it live. It just doesn't have that same feel to me. Um especially on Friday nights when I'm watching, it just feels like, you know, at McAfee, I just think, and they just do a great job, him and Michael Cole over there. It feels like a real, like, you know, like a UFC pay-per-view almost type of feel when they're hitting their stride. Uh, other things that happen in SmackDown, Sasha Banks um, defeated Shayna Baszler. So, you know, we already know Sasha's great. Shayna, man, she'll never get to the top if, if the way that this keeps going. I know she was a woman's tag team title, but I mean by herself, where she had an NXT title, by now she probably should have a WWE title or be in the runnings a lot more than she is. So I'll kind of give that a thumbs down. Cleve, I'll let you comment on these after. Drew McIntyre uh, and Jeff Hardy keep going on with Happy Corbin, Mad Cat Moss. I'm fine with that. That's four good characters. I'll give that a thumbs up. Uh, Los Lotharios defeated the Viking Raiders, expanding the, uh, I never mind expanding the tag team uh, division game. We know they had WWE sometimes gets lazy with that, so I'm always down for a good tag match between two good teams. Jey Uso defeats Xavier Woods via DQ. What's shocking there? Uso's doing disqualifications with the head of the table. Uh, Tony Storm hits Charlotte Flair in the face with a pie. Now, Another one I'm intrigued by because Tony Storm's actually getting the time. Does she deserve it right now? Who really knows? But she's taking it and running with it. She's obviously 
95% chance not going to get a title from Charlotte, even less than that. But hey, it's good exposure to see what she can do, just like Liv Morgan on Raw. Uh, Seamus David Cesaro, my buddy texted me. He was surprised by that. So actually, I want to get your thought. Um, Timmy, who I'm going with the SmackDown, I'm going to keep mentioning because that's who I've been talking wrestling with mostly if I'm not talking with you, uh, especially on the WWE. Cesaro gets a big win versus um, Ruglan. I'm going to uh, botch his name really quick, but Seamus' sidekick who, he's, who came up from NXT. He beats him, but then loses to Seamus without any – um, interference. And I think my buddy's plan is like, look, Seamus has been in the limelight a lot, maybe not so much recently. Um, but he actually with the United States championship and tag team titles, he has found his way around where Cesaro, it's hard for him to get titles and taking any loss doesn't do much. Do you see a shame? Do you think this will be more of a start of a Seamus and Cesaro um, rivalry, or do you think these are just fillers until they get more into a role closer to the Royal Rumble in the Mania? They can possibly get into the rivalry. Not too many years ago, they had one of the best seven, best of seven series matches in WWE history. So, there's really what year was that, roughly? Uh, I would say, don't quote me, but I'll say 2015. That's when they became the bar for the first time after yep, yep. Mick Foley put them together. So, there's still a little history between them. They um, they have known to have been very stiff in the ring with each other, so they're going to bring out the best of each other. So it's something to look out for, but I do agree. I don't see the point of Sheamus picking up the win on Cesaro unless they're going to build the storyline, unless they're going to keep on with the storyline. All right, All right, Mr. Squeaky. Let me keep going <laughs> on here as we got Sonya Deville slap Naomi. Now, that storyline has gone on for a while. And it seems like as we keep getting closer to getting into this match, but not officially there, I'm excited about they better do something with that and not just have it die. At this point, we need to see like a we almost need to see Cleveland a match between these two at day one. And it be like a no holds bar with two. It would be refreshing to see a big time type of match, like a no holds bar or a no DQ or a TLC. You know, I can go on and on about what type of match it could be lumberjack, whatever, but a non-title between two women where a good storyline has come along. Have you uh, enjoyed this storyline? I actually have because it gave both women screen time and we'll get to see Sony DeVille back in the ring. Her last match was against Liv Morgan. I believe that was at SummerSlam of last year. So she took some time away. So, you know, it'd be nice to see if she still got it, still has it. And Naomi is probably one of the few women wrestlers that should honestly be the current champion. She is very popular with the crowd, very good moves in the ring. So I do like this storyline. Like you mentioned, I know DQ would be something that would be a good way to end this rivalry, especially seeing how we know Shayna Baszler will interfere in this match somehow. You know, her and Santa have been having a little partnership over the past few weeks. So I like this one for a day one pay-per-view. Yeah, and, you know, because there's other – man, I'm getting some weird sound interference sometimes. I'm not really sure why. Um, anyways, back to the action at hand. I do like – 
this day one pay-per-view to me you could you don't need all big time title matches to make it happen we're gonna have royal rumble where you get your two rumbles and then you get title matches we're gonna have your wrestlemania where you get a bunch of title matches we're gonna have the elimination chamber we have chamber matches and title matches to me like the miz and edge perfect day one match perfect to me uh storyline and actually let's just get right into it that Rivalry continues. For people that haven't seen it, they, Miz has been frustrated with Edge ever since he's been back. And he says in 2006, when I was, you know, um, looking for someone to look up to, all of you veterans, Edge included, with many others, just kind of worried about yourself. And Edge said, What are you talking about, dude? You're the one that ever denied help. And he said, It's because you were then and you are now just an ass at the end of the day. And Miz is all frustrated. Edge asked him for a match that night. Midge says, no, thank you. And they'll do it at day one. Uh, I hope in the next few weeks, because you know this is this is a good storyline for two veterans who don't need the title right now. I think it is a good way to really have a good fiery story. Let's not make this cheesy, um, especially when you involve Edge. Uh, Miz has been involved in his cheesy storylines, but he kind of has that character to do so. To me, Edge shouldn't be involved in any of that BS. I like that the Miz has been pretty pissed off, and I hopefully – do you think we'll get a regular match or a special type of match from this feud at day one? I think this will be the first of many matches, so I'll just go a regular match for now. But like you mentioned, we have two veterans at the moment – Miz is coming off a injury, and also I think he was on Dancing with the Stars, if I'm correct. So he was gone away for some time. So was Edge. Um, I'm glad to see Miz back in actually a good storyline. Before he was injured, him and Morrison was sort of in this little goofy storyline with the little goofy drip gun and stuff. Miz sort of just, his character sort of went on a downward spiral to me. So to see him come back more focused, more determined, and angry, is a good look for him, and you bring Edge back because, like I said, the Royal Rumble is coming up. WrestleMania season is approaching, so you want to bring out the best of the best. So I like this match for day one, and I can see a normal singles match. Yeah, I hope we get more than that, but we'll see where it goes to. Um, either way, they can both um, do extraordinary things in the ring. So I'm fine. I mean, I ho- always hope for more. That's just how I am. Um, but at the same time, they can do, I don't want to even say the basics, but they could do um, a regular match just fine and, you know, use their, they both have good finishers. They both have good skill sets that go beyond just uh, your average game. So I'm looking forward to it regardless. I was just reading, I got a little distracted because I saw former NFL player, Chicago native Glenn Foster dies after being taken into police custody in Alabama. What did that say? Monday following a high-speed police chase committed in a crash, a jail fight with another detainee that threw two guards in the fray. Finally, desperate but futile effort to get medical help according to interviews with authorities. Jeez, that sounds like a mess. Well, no time to get into that. And I apologize for bringing it up. But when you see some of that tragic news, you have to say it. Uh, Getting back to Monday Night Raw, though, we got a steel cage match last night. Cleveland wasn't, it was a good cage match. Was anything crazy over the top? That being said, um, Big E gets the win, but then Seth Rollins hits Big E and 
Kevin Owens, and then all of a sudden, the big man Bobby Lashley comes out and destroys all of them. That part of it, Lashley involving himself, good move, bad move, and do you see it being a fatal four-way at day one? I love it. I think a lot of people forgot about Bobby Lashley. I sort of forgot about him, too, a little bit, and it was nice to him to come back and to let people know he's still here. You don't have to add him into the match at day one. I like it as a triple threat match. You could possibly save Bobby Lashley and whoever wins that one for the Royal Rumble. But I do like Bobby coming out and letting people know that he's still around on Raw. I want to talk about Selena and Nikki Ash because you might be right here. Nikki Ash got a loss. Selena keeps moving to the top. I kind of want to get Tone's take on this when I get him in here as he's going to be joining. Man, she is really falling. Why Queen Selena is really taking, which I love, a ride to the top. Any thought on that? I agree. Um, like we said, we love how WWE has taken both the queen and the king of the ring very serious. And Selena not only is the women's tag team champion, but she is on a hot streak. And um, I'm on Bleach Report right now when they're giving a quick summary of it. And it seems as though Ryan Ripley has sort of a disappointing look on her face when she looks at Nikki Ash. So that was the only thing I think keeping Nikki Ash. Maybe that storyline where they just beat each other up. I could see just, you know, Ripley just beating Nikki Ash and then Nikki Ash flies away (laughs) and becomes back to someone else or her days are done. But yeah, I think Nikki Ash is pretty close to the end as Queen Zelina is moving up. Oh, yeah, moving up big time as she's the tag champ, and she is the queen of it all. She's the queen of the land, so I want to keep seeing her do big things as I'm a huge fan of her. Sorry, Nikki Ash. You kind of got the bump, not only from most of the people we meet with, but me as well, maybe. Not digging it. It is what it is. Uh, Another thing here, Styles was able to turn the tables. in a you know match where they had a tag team match, but almost walks out on Styles. Riddle's interviewing people all night long, and you know Riddle eventually ends up getting hit. But the point is here, I think we keep getting closer to an Omos and AJ Styles feud, which we all would be down for. Uh, other things I wanted to talk about about really just the main events. Uh, Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch. I could talk about, keep talking about nonsense all day. Uh, like the open challenge that Damian Priest sent to Bobby Roode, which is actually a good match. Uh, keeping it in the women's division, though, Liv Morgan. You know, everybody wanted her to win. If you haven't seen, go online, search the girl's reaction, the young, uh, the young innocent girl who wanted Liv Morgan to win, and she did not. How does Becky win is where the controversy lays. It was a good match. Becky wins in a holding the rope three count where the ref does not see it. My buddy, you know, was telling me how he doesn't like this in general. This is also another topic when they do this. But I said in this scenario, it works when you have a win like this because, A, it could further the storyline. You could let Liv get another chance at day one. By saying Becky cheated her out. Also, uh, Liv Morgan, it makes her more of a face because she got treated unfairly in that match. It makes Becky more of a heel where she's finally getting booed. It was very hard, if we all remember, to get Becky over the first her first run as being a heel before her child. It didn't work. 
So this time it's actually working where she becomes a heel because Bianca Belair was so loved. And now uh, Liv Morgan is so loved. Uh, Cleveland, we haven't heard anything yet because that's how Raw ended. But would you suspect a rematch between them at day one for the title? Oh, most definitely, especially how the match ended. Becky grabs the rope, rolls her up, breaks the heart of the crowd. You mentioned the little girl with her sad face. That is the moment that I think those are moments that WWE looks for is that the the crowd favorite gets so close to winning and the bad guy takes it right from under them. And in this case, Becky Lynch stole the match away from Liv Morgan. It was a smart way to continue this storyline and give Liv Morgan another shot at day one. I will say this, though. Liv Morgan is looking like a star in the making from if you've seen her when she first came around, like I said, with the Riot Squad to who she is now, she has came a long way to making herself a better wrestler. So I think at day one, they will have a match. And I think it will be even bigger than this one we saw on Raw. Yeah, yeah. and honestly, I wouldn't really mind if Liv Morgan, um, you know, maybe wins this. Because Becky, I'm not saying it will happen. But uh, Becky definitely doesn't fully need the belt for the longest time. She's already proven herself. At, but at the same time, she could be highly uh, involved in many other storylines. So I will be rooting heavily for Liv if that is the case. Um, Cleveland, there was a little bit of news we wanted to bring up. Um, that being Jeff Hardy. Did you have any more information on that? Um, from what it seems, Matt Hardy recently said that Jeff was okay, but I, I sent it to you guys that he was recently sent home from the show. They never released, was it alcohol or drug related, but Jeff said he just wasn't having a great day. So hopefully it's nothing too serious and Jeff Hardy will be able to continue wrestling, but that's just something to keep a eye out on because I remember Jeff said if he had one more setback, then he will retire from wrestling yeah and i'm gonna kind of look deeper into that as we talk here um but right now as i mentioned to you folks mr tones tampa tones is joining us as always as we're going to be having him on more and more as we start getting closer to the wrestlemania season an exciting time for AEW as well as we just attended one of their shows and they have a paper coming up as well. Tones, how we doing? We're talking a little Jeff Hardy right now. Actually, you came in during the only really down part of the show, as we will hope to turn that around. But uh, that being said, how we doing? And thanks for joining. Yeah, I'm doing great, fellas. Uh, last time I was on, uh, the Bucks were battling oh. with the Cowboys in standings. Now they're far in the rearview oh. mirror and me ain't looking back at those schmucks. So it's good to be back, Cleveland Joe. I'm getting in the Christmas spirit. Merry Christmas, fellas. Uh, wrapping some Christmas gifts. There you watching go. some uh, Black Friday edition of South Park and uh, watching the Tampa Bay Lightning right now as they're battling the Canadians and uh, about to have on NXT as well. So just a plethora of things on tonight. And uh, can't stop looking at those NFL standings either. Yeah, and hey, that is, you know, it's, I'm sure Cleveland will rebuttal here soon. But uh, Tampa, 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 you we know Tampa Tones. We are going this weekend, actually, as a family of four. We're going to be attending Buffalo Bills at Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
uh, not to sidetrack too much, but it's going to be a really fun weekend, and we're looking forward to that. Um, back at hand, though, Cleveland, I want you could obviously, you know, get your little rebuttal with Tones because he unfortunately only told truths as of right now in the standings. Although we were all happy men, we are all coming off of victories. Uh, it is a good day to be an NFL fan for our three uh, franchises. That being said, Cleveland, really quick, while looking at something, any rebuttal right there? You know, I don't really have anything mean to say to Tones. You know, I'm a little. I didn't bit, say it had to be mean. It could be nice. And, you know, we have been losing, but. Honestly, Tones, I don't think it's as uh, open as you think it is. I think the Bucks have a real shot of not even making the Super Bowl this uh, playoffs. And it's a lot of good teams out here, man. I really think the Rams are better than the Bucks. I think the Cardinals are too. I think Green Bay is. All right. Well, you know what? I didn't know well, you were going to go we, on. Uh, we all oh, know boy. one thing. Your team's not. So no surprise. <laughs> well, so, you know what? I'm going to be quiet because, you know, a lot has been going on, but wait to play all time. That's all I like. Hey, I love a good talk between you two because, like, a storyline. We need things to develop as we get close to the playoffs. We need, you know, um, a heel and a face. And I, I love where you two are headed. We're going to keep getting updates through that because your two teams are going to be bad on to the end. Uh, actually, I forgot. Jeff Hardy's situation was actually during a house show where it seemed he got sent home. Um. His brother said, I did speak to Jeff for a little bit today. He's okay. He's good. I think he'll be fine. Once again, this isn't my business. If he wants to go in with more detail, do it himself. Jeff is okay. He is at home and okay. It's not my business. He keeps saying that over and over. He loves his brother, blah, blah, blah. But uh, just having an, you know thoughts and prayers because obviously not saying he's been the most perfect of uh, humans, but he's been great for the industry and he's been... Uh, Highly entertaining for us growing up. Uh, Tones, any comment on Jeff Hardy? Yeah, he's one of those guys who's done a lot for the industry, but now it's probably time that he hangs it up. I'd say it's um, time he calls it a career. It's kind of sad watching what the Hardys have become. Like all good superstars, they probably are trying to go a little more than they should, and uh, it's time that they hang it up, both of them, honestly, before they keep tarnishing their image. I mean, they're still good crowd-pleasers, and they're decent performers, but they're nothing like they once were. We all hope uh, them nothing but the best, and we, we wish both the Hardys well as they've uh, overcame a lot in their careers. But let's be honest, I mean, what little they have left in the tank um, – might be better just hanging it up at this point before one of them gets seriously injured. Yeah, and that's something we want to see is there uh, two Hall of Famers uh, and, and together as a tag team individual, slice it and dice it how you want. Uh, you Tones, do you want to do donuts with Cleveland us, or do you want us to save that? Uh, you could save that. I, I'm going to do a couple more segments with y'all, then I got to hop off. But I'm gonna okay. Stay on, I'm going to stay on a little longer. I got about five, ten more minutes left in me. Well, that's all Donuts with Cleve takes, but if you didn't want to do it, just say Man, so. He blabs on about elaborate bull crap sometimes. So we talked about on the top of the show, Tom, what was your opinion on the Cody Rhodes fire table thing? Did you like yeah, it? Yeah, because we went different directions. I'm not even going to discuss that with Cleve because he's <laughs> illogical with his reasoning and answers, so... Um, I can only discuss that with logical wrestling fans because you annex everything AEW does and what they perform 
So I'm not even going to discuss that with you. So that means I was right. Thank you. No, that means you were dead wrong as always. You don't give it a shot. And wrestling's wrestling. Doesn't matter the brand. The brand's just a name. This ain't the XFL NFL type bull crap. If you respect good wrestling, you respect good wrestling. You're at house shows and bingo halls every weekend supporting Lord knows who is wrestlers. I think you could give AEW a shot. Come on now, you're with people who botch every other move and you're trying to say, oh, ladder, or the they fire table, they didn't, blah, blah, blah. Come on now, fire, but, come on. You know, I, mean, <laughs> well, I, I respect AEW, but I mean, it was just... No, you don't. You don't respect AEW. Don't sit here and act like you respect Guys, 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 as as Michael Cole once says, I'm going to have to go to the GM booth here and dial into the computer, and it says we have to move on. So that's what we're going to have to do. Um, A couple of topics, actually, I wanted to bring up at hand um, before we have to let Tones go here is number one, Tones, it looks like at the day one pay-per-view, which will be a yearly tradition, we are going to get Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns is our men's uh, universal title. And then it looks like on the Raw side of things with the WWE Championship, we're actually going to get a fatal four-way most likely that involves Kevin Owens, Bobby Lashley, Seth Rollins, and um, just blanked out Big E. Sorry, off the top of my head there. Uh, do you like those two title matches or one does it for you, one doesn't? What are you thinking about the WWE and Universal title? I think both are pretty good matches at this point, although we've seen Reigns and Lesnar rivalry go on for quite some time now. It's kind of like one of those Brady-Manning type matchups where you can't quite get enough of it when those two go at it. They're top competitors in the ring. I'll tell you what, though, that other match should be a triple threat. I think Bobby Lashley should be out of the title picture. I think it should just be Big E, Seth Rollins, and Kevin Owens. And that's nothing against Bobby Lashley. But I'm not quite sure at this point um, what he adds to that match. I mean, we all know he's a good competitor. He's been there, done that. He's been a champion. But we know he's not going to win that match. So why is he in that match? He probably won't take the pin either in that match. They're going to let someone else take the pin. So he's kind of just an irrelevant add-in to – you know, try and entice it, but I, I'm not quite sure what's going on there. I do like both matches in general, however. They're finally getting Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins into the thick of things again. You know, it took Papa Seth some time back, and uh, now he's he's main event, and again, and it looks like Kevin Owens is ready to put on a show again, as they both always do. And Biggie Langston, what a tremendous guy that is. He is phenomenal. He's been on uh, you know, big noon kickoff for Fox for Iowa. He's repped them yep. hard and heavy this year. He's just a crowd pleaser. And uh, the New Day's really been a fantastic thing in this industry. And I do love Brock Lesnar. He's one of my all time favorite wrestlers or athletes in general. So I'm always excited for that. And Roman Reigns, you know, he, he's one of, uh, one of the top household names. So always a good time with that. Again, not hating Lashley. If I could tweak anything, though. It would be making that a triple threat, perhaps. But at the end of the day, two good matches overall. And I'm really excited for that pay-per-view, actually. I think that that's going to be one of those pay-per-views that could actually stick, could gather substance. They could continue to grow it over time. We've seen several pay-per-views, such as Stomping Grounds, Fade Out, and Be One and Done's, uh, Balls of Fire Didn't Last Long, etc., etc. I think that this new pay-per-view could actually stick around 
And I think that's for the better. I'm really excited for this pay-per-view. And, uh, yeah, I've actually been telling you that for quite some time now that I think this one's going to be a good one. Yeah, absolutely. And and why we have you, because, Cleve, we talked about that earlier. I wanted to bring one little AEW note up and one little NXT and get your uh, comment on either one, Johnny Gargano, his contract sadly ends tonight. He's going to address the universe in about eight minutes here. Um, so I'm going to. We'll see where we go, Cleveland. We might we're going to be going a little longer, but uh, that's going to be a little interesting to see if he decides what he'll do. Most people think it's probably not coming back. If um, I don't know, though, then again, he's doing. If they're letting him get the main stage, anyways, I'll let you get your comment on that. If you think he's going, staying, will he go to the main roster? Will he? take some time off AEW. And then in terms of AEW, we actually tomorrow night, Wednesday night, December 8th, we'll have a Dynamite Diamond Battle Royal, which is for the ring that MJF has won the last two years. So I'm getting, you want to get your thought there on, you know, it's kind of similar to me to King of the Ring, Queen of the Ring, but they do it in actual ring form, which is formerly won by MJF the last twice. And get your final notes and thoughts on why you get back to wrapping gifts. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, well, uh, I think they're in MJF's hometown tomorrow as well, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to add to the excitement and entertainment there as MJF looks to have a big night tomorrow, which he should. Um, he, he might even come out champion of that as he rivals Punk. Or I could see CM Punk screwing MJF over tomorrow in some type of capacity to try and get back at CM Punk. But nonetheless, the AEW should be a good one. I'm looking forward to that one uh, if I get a chance to catch it. If not, I'll, I'm going to have to catch the notes or whatnot. But nonetheless, MJF and that CM Punk storyline has been phenomenal in my opinion. It's drawn a lot of good interest. Um, their Correct. promos are fantastic. MJF is one of those guys who's cutthroat in the industry. He doesn't give a damn what he says. He doesn't give a damn who he upsets. He just says it, says what's on his mind. And CM Punk, he explained when he came back to AEW, his job is to put the younger talent over. That's exactly what you're seeing him do here with MJF. He's helping put MJF over the top. That's what CM Punk wanted to do. Daniel Bryan more so wants to be in title pictures and Hollywood fame. Yeah, MJF and uh, CM Punk's rivalry is going to end up resulting in CM Punk putting MJF over. So that'll be a good thing. As far as Johnny Gargano goes, he's as good as gone. Um, you look at his merchandise <laughs> on WWE.com. It's all Selling cheap. Oh. It's all discounted. Oh. His autograph picks are discounted. Oh. His plaques and memorabilia are discounted. What does that mean? Did you just look sport? that up? Um, a couple days back. But what does that mean in any sport when people's stuff is discounted at a premium? That means they're gone or that means they're about to be gone. So I'm not sure where Jar Johnny Gargano could end up. I could actually see a guy like that perhaps going overseas. I could see him going to AAA, ROH. When that reboots, they might try and reboot and have a couple big stars to base ROH around. That might be a good foundation for him. Obviously, there's always the AEW angle as AEW's up to four shows now, two dark shows, Rampage and Dynamite. So they're starting to get guys on the air more and more. So there, there's a couple of avenues Johnny Gargano could go. I guess he could go to Impact, but if he wants to stay relevant, he probably won't go to Impact. <laughs> Let's be honest, nothing against Impact, <laughs> but a lot of forgotten stars there. So it'll be interesting to see what Gargano does or what his future holds. I just think he's gone. 
Um, all the stuff's discounted, fellas. Obviously, um, you know, when your stuff goes out of style, it gets discounted. But even his newer merch, quote unquote, is uh, discounted. It's like Keith Lee stuff. That's that's the ballpark price range. His stuff is at the Bearcat. We'll see where the Bearcat ends up to. But anyway, well, um, did you, know. you want to comment on Nikki Ash's loss by chance? No, uh, pretty irrelevant <laughs> character at this point. I don't really she's she's been. <laughs> I, I don't see her doing anything much ever again in her career, and uh, I think me and Cleve called that one from the start. She's pretty much. I said that earlier. <laughs> she's pretty much uh, going to be released soon and uh, save money. Sheesh! Well, we don't have to say. Come on, now it's the I holidays. Mean, how, how are you gonna, when she's cut, what are you going to say? You're going to say we were right. She was trying. I will. Own, I will have to own up to that. That is. Cr- I'm not going to dis- dispute that. I mean, you're going to cut these other people. You better cut her. Come on now. You're going to cut Keith Lee. Uh, Nikki Ash should be gone before well, Keith Lee. I'm with you there. I'm with you. Uh, Tones, <laughs> any last uh, positive comments you want to leave us with? Thanks again for joining us as we look forward to seeing you more and more as we continue our path throughout to WrestleMania. Yeah, correct. It's been incredible. I'm going to do a mini mash report here as I log off WWE. Oh, okay, okay. We have a White Castle menu upgrade here. We have Dolph Ziggler and Natalia getting ordered um, food packages. You could actually go on whitecastle.com, and when you get deliveries, Natalia's, I, I forget what hers exactly has, but it contains mozzarella sticks and sliders at some capacity. Dolph Ziggler's is a totally different package, but for you White Castle wrestling fans out there, you can be sure to check this out. And ah. um Go over theirs and Nia Jack. She might not be in the ring anytime soon, but her name is surfacing around Hollywood. They're they're expected her to be in a couple movies coming up, premiering a couple television shows, perhaps. So look for Nia Jax to uh, resurface. Maybe not in wrestling, but perhaps in Hollywood. And like I said, real quick before we bounce out, don't expect Johnny Gargano back in the WWE. May he take time off and come back. That's one thing. But after tonight, I think he's going to disappear for a while. Not sure the company, no matter where he ends up, I expect him to be off air for a while, fellas. That's my three quick mash report items to go over. I hope you gentlemen have a fantastic rest of the show and a fantastic rest of your evening. Good luck to the Cowboys this weekend. I know the Colts are on a bye. I'm really actually pulling for you guys. Uh, I hope you guys actually do end up winning a lot of playoff games so then the Bucks can knock you out again. And uh, that'd be a lot of fun. So I, I am pulling for the Cowboys. That'd be an incredible NFC Championship game. Other than that, fellas, I don't got much more to say. Have a good uh, everybody, from Nequa Valley to Eastern Illinois to Banner Service to Monday Night Football, thank you, Tampa Town, Tampa Town's area. Let me thank you very much for that. Deuces, fellas. It's been incredible. Cleveland, do you not know how to clap? Jeez, Louie. Gee, Lou. Uh, anyways, thank you, Tampa Tones, for being on. And, Cleve, we're going to get back to business now as we are running out of time. I'm getting hungry for dinner. I want to watch NXT. I want to get every brand in me. You ready for donuts with Cleve? Let's do it. All right. Let's do this thing. Now, remember, donuts with Cleve, everybody, for the reminder, since we haven't done it in a while, it's one to sc- one to five scale. Cleveland will choose one, two, three, four, or five if he agrees with the statement cold-heartedly he'll be a five if he disagrees we've had negatives we've had zeros from past guests he can go as low as he needs to question number one mr cleave or I, i should say comment number one the winner of edge and miz should get a direct title shot later after that pay per view 
the winner of Edge Miz should get a direct title shot opportunity after that pay-per-view. I'll go three donuts. Explain. Um, I just because like Bobby Lashley is back in the picture, so I don't know will he be the next challenger after the day one pay per view. So, There's a lot of people involved in that match, so yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people involved, so I'll give a three for that. Yeah, if I had to go on the scale, I'm going to go lower. Even I'm going to go two. I just think there's too much going on right now for it. Um, And I don't see either of them winning the Rumble. A, Edge already has, and B, Miz had a belt recently. I just don't think he's going to be involved too much in the title picture, um, at least in the Royal Rumble aspect. So I'll go two donuts. Comment two for a donuts with Cleve Scale as we get NXT started. Man, I get pumped when I see the intro. You can't see me. Anyways, okay, Trish Stratus over Lita if one comes back. For, which, And by the way, Trish Stratus is coming back uh, soon for a little bit of a run where she might finally get to fight Sasha Banks. But anyways, this comment is Trish Stratus over Lita if one comes back. Oh, I got to go uh, four. Simply because I think after it's so sorely recently, I thought Trish Stratus was the greatest woman wrestler in WWE history. So I would pick if I had to pick between the two, I definitely want Trish Stratus. So I'll go four. Yeah, and for myself, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four as well. I just think. Uh, Trish is always at the top of her game. Not that Lita is not, but Trish is always just in phenomenal, phenomenal shape. And actually, this number three question comment, I'm going to turn into a question. No, you know, I'm going to leave it as is. One to five scale is always. Rock is making an appearance before or during the Rumble. So we got about, by the way, mm, seven to eight weeks until that moment in time. Uh, I would go after the Royal Rumble. I think that's when they really... If at all, let's be honest. Yeah, if at all, with the Rock schedule, you know, over the years, he's been so busy. But I think with the Royal Rumble, you especially with the winner, you can start planning for WrestleMania. And then if the Rock, if you, any plans for the Rock to be at WrestleMania has to start after the Royal Rumble. Yeah, at this point, with the reports I keep seeing and everything like that, I'm going to go. You went two or one? Two. I'm going to go one. Um, I hate to have doubt, but if it to me, if it happened, the reason I say one is because it's going to happen on Royal Rumble Day if it does happen. He would show up and make an appearance of some sort there. But uh, it just seems tough, and I even now see reports how – you know, Brock and Roman might not even end at that pay-per-view. They might have that go into a third. So that's why Brock could win too, because Brock could win the belt and then Roman could win it right back. So a lot to think about there. Um, but I'm, you know, it's good to bring back down to Clave, get some downs on a scale as I keep getting hungry. I shouldn't have, I should have actually the first time not bring this up when I don't eat before a show. Not a good move on my end. Uh, Cleveland, though, is. NXT is getting started, and here comes Johnny Gargano. I almost want to give him stand up and give him an applause, if I'm being quite honest. Um, but let's continue. 
and wrap up with this. Um, you know, wrestling has a lot going on right now, and we are getting to the good time of the year. Do not be missing a lot of weeks. Get your recaps. Get your reviews online. Follow our podcast at Cleve on Me, Cleve and Me on Twitter. Uh, you can go to YouTube and see our preview shows, which we'll do one for day one. We'll have to figure out a good time because that's around the holidays. We'll have a preview prediction show with me, Tones, Cleve, and others there. Looking forward to that. Wow, actually, we get a steel cage match with Kyle O'Reilly to, oh, this is even, oh, good stuff, good stuff. I love steel cages. Anyways, um, there's a lot of good wrestling going on right now. Make sure you keep up. And if you want, shoot us a question. Shoot us a DM. Uh, you know, always feel free. We, we, we love interacting with the people. We always get back as long as it's, you know, not overly negative and keep going down the line. So we appreciate a lot of good things and good opportunities coming. I can't wait to be at SmackDown December 17th. Cleve, I wish you were there, but obviously obligations subside. That being said, any final notes before we get out tonight and enjoy our evenings? No, I just want to thank the fans, uh, viewers, and listeners every week, our Twitter followers. You know, happy holidays to everyone. Yes, of course. And in an episode without letting Myron know that your Giants absolutely suck. Fourth place. Yeah, and now they're having to start to play teams that impact me. So, like, when they lose to the Dolphins, that pisses me off. Now they play the Chargers. They're gonna, that's going to even piss me off. But here nor there, I'm sure we'll get a reply and a rebuttal from Ryu soon. Once again, thank you, Tones. Uh, if he joined us for a decent portion of the show, that's always fun to see. Heel Tones versus Face Cleave in the house. Um, but as always, I you know, keep listening, keep supporting. We love you guys. That's Cleve. This is me. God bless. Good night. Everyone, please stay safe and enjoy. Keep enjoying the holidays. If you have time off, take advantage of it. Get the body rested and healthy and keep fighting the good fight. Fight Owens fight. And good night.